Welcome to the Through the Lane Podcast with your co-host Lane. And Carmine. Today we're going to start off with some NFL news. Caleb Williams, potential first overall pick. Carmine, do you think he goes number one overall? I mean, yes, it just depends if it's the Bears or not. I mean, I don't know. I don't like Justin Fields all that much, but I don't like the Bears in general. So, I, he, they haven't built around him ever. I think they've waited too long Oh, with Justin Fields. Justin Fields, so I think it's unfair to say that he has no talent or anything like that because the guy's obviously got talent. He's an NFL quarterback. He's had flashes. But he's 24 years old. Caleb Williams is 22. So you're really not talking that much of an age difference here. Well, I don't like – Caleb Williams does not have that good of a senior Actually, I'm year. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Justin Fields will be 25 in four days. Yeah. Well, and so, like, he's very inconsistent as a passer. He's a really good runner, but it's like, you know, the, the thing of, like, he's never had great passers. Well – or create receivers. Well, didn't he have Deion Sanders' son? Or not Deion Sanders. Who, who am I thinking? He had DJ Moore. Uh, who am I thinking of? I mean, he had a solid group. He throws way too many interceptions. He's He's got almost as many interceptions as he does touchdowns. Okay. The problem is with Caleb Williams, right? And like I said, I mean, you, you know I don't watch college football that much, but I don't like the fact that this guy sits there and – like, remember when it was going on, he was like, he wants a percentage of the NFL team he gets drafted to? Looking at Justin Fields' stats, he has 40 touchdowns on his career, 30 interceptions. Like, like you know, come on. Justin Fields? Yes. Okay. He's got a 60% completion percentage, too. That's not terrible. No, for, but, for the Bears? But are you seriously, like, going to keep him? I, and I don't like Caleb Williams either. I I'm not drafting Caleb Williams. I'm trading that pick, and I'm going to get, you know, a later for Because I've seen mock trades where it's like two – a first, this team's first, their second, next year's first, next year's second. I'm taking that all day, and then I'm going to go draft a quarterback in later rounds, and I'm going to draft a receivers. Well, if you want it, if you if you're that dead set on getting rid of Justin Fields, that's the way to go. But you got to pick a quarterback number. I'm not picking. Him. I, mean, I don't like Caleb Williams. I don't either. So the ball game, he sat out, and the backup quarterback, who was like the third string quarterback, threw six touchdowns. So at that point, you're like, is he just a product of the system? Yeah. Is he Jerry Rice's son? That's who I was thinking. Dude, the of. team was stacked in USC and they seven hundred and ninety one yards is not even your number one receiver in college football. Well, it's not bad. USC did not have a good like they had a decent year. They fell off at the end. Yeah. And it's like Caleb Williams is supposed to be him. And like he's a solid quarterback. But it's like you had all these transfers. You had all these guys. You're a high, yeah. defending Heisman winner. You throw 3,633 yards passing, 30 touchdowns. He was sacked 33 times. 33 sacks? Yeah. The, they only had 1,000-yard receiver in his Taj Washington. Brendan Rice was seven, had 791 receiving yards. That's not yards. that bad, though. Then the third receiver had 351. That's a drop-off. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're supposed to be, you know, the best – one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of college football, you should still be able to. You should be. There yeah. shouldn't be that big of a drop off. I mean, his season's passing stats are not bad. Between two dudes. 3,600 yards, 68% passing, 30 touchdowns, five picks. That's not bad. No. But I mean, also, that team, they didn't play anybody towards the end. Uh, till, towards the end. I mean, and he could not beat um, Utah. Isn't he a junior? Yeah. So between two receivers, he had they had twenty touchdowns. So he had ten touchdowns to other receivers. I just. How long did they lose to in twenty twenty three? 
They lost to Notre Dame. They got destroyed by Notre oh, Dame. Speaking of which, I saw this Tennessee Tech baseball playing Notre Dame. I was surprised by that. Tech's baseball team isn't terrible. They've beat UT the past few years. Notre Dame beat them 48-20. to Caleb Williams only had 199 yards passing. Okay. He, they lost to Utah 34-22. Okay. It's fine. He had 256 yards passing. They barely beat Southern Cal. Or Cal, just Cal. By 50-49. to 49. He, he did have 369 yards passing. He has high upside. Yeah. It's just, this guy's also, he's 20, what, he's going to be 23 in November. So he's 22 years old. He's freshly 22 years old. So he's not old. He's not an older prospect. He's not 24, 25, so that's good. But it, It's just like the games that they played when they played quality teams. Arizona, they beat 43-41. He had 219 yards passing. Who's the best? I mean, he's the best quarterback in this class, probably. Well, Drake so. May looks solid. No, I, I think, no. I like Jaden Daniels. I don't like Drake May. I don't. I don't like the idea of a UNC quarterback. Well, so he's had more than one year. The thing was, all those guys had like one year starting, and then it was like done. I'm trying to find out. Um, um, if I want, you know, a guy to come in start day one, that's not. I mean, Caleb Williams, obviously. I don't like Caleb Williams, but far and away, he's the best quarterback in this class. He is. So twenty twenty three. Okay, their stats are similar, uh, but he had a lesser roster: three thousand yards, six hundred and eight. A 3,608 yards passing, 24 passing touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's way more interception than touchdowns. But you go with the rest. He doesn't have Jerry Rice's son. He doesn't have Taj Walker. Okay, but I'm saying, who do you think is the best quarterback in the class? I like Jaden Daniels. Let's look okay, at I'm not asking who you like, though. I think who's the best? Jaden Daniels. He's the best quarterback okay, in the so class. Okay, so he missed a game. Okay, Jaden Daniels completed 72.2% passing yards. In the SEC, with LSU's, yeah. uh, he had 3,812 yards passing. Had 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. And you could say his receiving core is identical to USC's. I mean. Not counting his rushing yards, where he rushed for about 1,000 yards. Yeah, Caleb Williams rushed for 121. Alabama, he had a hunt. So Florida, he rushed for 234 yards on 12, uh, 12 carries. Alabama, 11 carries, 163 carries. It's not like we're Justin Fields. You're feeding the ball to him 20 times, and he's getting that. Yeah. He's scrambling and getting that. Here's the problem with this class in general. like It's older quarterback. Exactly. This guy, Jaden Daniels, is 23. Bo Nix is like 25. Jaden Daniels, I've liked him since he was at Arizona State. How old is Drake May? He's like, what? I think he's young. I think he's a younger guy. Yeah. He's, he's a sophomore. Trying to find Patrick Mahomes because Caleb Williams and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Don't, the reason I don't like Drake May is, like I said, I just can't get my head around a UNC quarterback. So you had Mitchell Trubisky, who else? Who's god awful. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. Let me look it up. There's a guy after him. I don't remember. Oh, Sam Howell. But Sam Howell also, Washington. Okay, but Sam Howell. He got the keys this year, so you just got to think about that. But that's beside the point. We don't know. So, so Patrick Mahomes in college had a lot of t- interceptions. His thing. But so Patrick Mahomes, his sophomore year, had forty three hundred yards passing. Yeah. Senior, junior year had five thousand yards passing. With a lesser roster, and I know it's a different play scheme. Yeah. But you got to look at Caleb Williams. Let's look at like his year to year. Get it down year. To tell you the truth, like it looks UNC has never really. Looks. It seems like they've never really produced a, t- a truly elite NFL quarterback. No, they got good running backs to come through. No, but I'm just saying quarterback. 
Miller Moss, who was like the third string quarterback, threw seven six touchdowns in the bowl game. If your third string quarterback throws six touchdowns in the bowl game, Mill USC, uh-huh. is it the quarterback or is it the system? I don't know how you can. I mean, so I think in today's game, one way to look at if a quarterback's it's not necessarily skills, more athleticism, is if how they run, right? Because in today's NFL, I mean, it's out, it's valuable to have a running quarterback. That's why Lamar won the MVP because he can run the ball like nobody well, else. Well, and Jaden Daniels completes seventy two percent of the passes. Well, I'm saying for um for Caleb Williams, he had hundred and twenty one rushing yards on ninety nine attempts. He can run. I will give him that. I know, but what I'm saying is, if we're talking straight running, who's the better runner out of the two? It's Jaden Daniels. Yeah, but it's not. I I think if you're looking at it just depends on what you're talking about. I don't think any, Chicago is a good system for any quarterback because it's it's a not a good well, roster. If you want, if you're gonna bail on Justin Fields, which I don't know that that's the right decision. But if you're gonna bail on him, I, I think it is. I, I don't he's know. Twenty five. He's due for a new contract. Okay, but well, here's the thing about Justin Fields. Well, right. Listen to this though. Okay. Yeah. Him and Jaden Daniels plays very similar styles of football. But Jaden Daniels okay, is but, the better passer. Okay, but you can't draft Jaden Daniels number one. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not going to do that. Go back and trade back a spot. That, no, you're going to have to trade back a couple spots. I don't think they're going to do that. But that's beside the point. You trade, go three, you get trade back to three. Okay, what are you going to get, though? Like a, next year's third? Next year's, next year's first. You, the Patriots first, because it's going to be bad. And you get back, you, okay. go, you get uh, Jaden Williams. Here's the thing about Jayden Justin Daniels. Fields, though, right? This year. He did get at the end of it, so he had um who am I thinking of? I have no Yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore, right? He had a good receiver. But what's the what's the receiving core even look like though, if you think about that? DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Cole Komet. That all line's also terrible. Yeah, but you had the really good running they had uh what was it, their running backs? I don't know. I don't follow the Bears. Nobody follows the Bears because they suck. Oh, Khalil Herbert. He was solid. DJ Moore, they had. I'm not. A St. Brown. Rashawn jo- Johnson. Equinibia, St. Brown. DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. How Mooney, do you know Lewis how to Johnson. pronounce that? Um, I mean, you look at that. That's a solid thing. And you get you pick, let's say, Keon Coleman in the second round. Okay. But I just really. You're going to have to extend Justin Fields. I don't. I just don't know if it's fair to let go of this guy who's. And you got to be realistic with this. You're going to let a guy go like Justin Fields, who has never really had a. This roster, they have some decent pieces, but it's not a good roster. But what if you give him Marvin Harrison? If you give him Marvin Harrison, he's going. He does bad again. He still throws a lot of interceptions. He still throws a lot of interceptions. Who's and now you now you can't trade him because now his fifth year, this you you know you picked up his fifth year, a lot of money. You can't trade him. You're stuck with him, and you have the number one overall pick, and you're paying him again, let's say fifteen mil for that, and that's still a decent bit of money with the draft, the cap. Okay, so when you you can't what do you mean you can't trade him if he doesn't play well? If he plays the same he did this year, next year, right? Even if you get Marvin Harrison, some team will take the flyer on him. Somebody will. Yeah, take but you're not going to get the draft capital that you get this year. I just don't know. Like, if you're looking at the val, if you're trying to build, okay, I know the quarterback is the most important position, obviously, but a team is also more than a quarterback. I think you need to think about building the roster. DJ around. Moore is, is I, your okay, eyes. But you have one elite receiver. But like, look for example, like Joe Burrow, right? 
Joe Burrow, in my opinion, talent-wise, it's much better than Justin Fields. That has nothing to do with anything. I know. But that has nothing to do with anything. Just, Joe Burrow had T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And Taj Ward. Yeah, he had a lot of good receivers to make him as elite as he was to get to the Super Bowl. A lot of these guys, like, for example, Patrick Holmes, he's in a league of his own. He didn't have very good receivers, but he also had Travis Kelsey. He makes guys into dudes. That's what I'm saying. He's just he's in the league of his own. It's really not fair to sit there and compare him to other guys. But Justin Fields, at his best, right, if you put, build a team around him, he'll be a solid starting quarterback. But you, I get the temptation to take a guy like Caleb Williams because that could be a generational quarterback. That could be one of the best we've ever seen. But they say that with a lot of guys but who don't turn out that way. That's what you got to worry here's about. Here's the thing. You're going to have to pay him a lot of money because the quarterback market has skyrocketed. How much could you get for Justin Fields right now? You probably get a first or a, sec- or a high second. Okay. That's good value I'm, because maybe there's your receiver. Okay, but what I'm saying is this. So, let's say they keep the number one pick, right? They trade Justin Fields for a second. What keeps them from sitting – maybe what te- when the Texans traded up in last year's draft, what pick did they have? What picks did they use to trade up? Texans? Yeah. Because I just have an idea about something. That's all. Might have to look that up. Um... I mean, it does say that the Bears would need uh, – Kuiper said the Bears would need an incredible offer to trade the number one pick. So, if that means anything. Yeah. But so, okay, so, so you don't change your whole offense, right? Okay, but I just want to know that because what I'm saying is if they can trade for a first and then they have, you know, I, I it's just hard because this team, what was their record last year? Uh, they came on strong, but that was Okay, not... they were 7-10. and 10. They're, they're kind of in purgatory a little bit. Yeah, so. So, it's not a full-on rebuild necessarily, but it's also not you're going to compete next so year. So, last year the Texans traded away pick number two. 12 and 33, yeah. plus a 2024 first rounder and a 2024 third round pick. Yeah. For the uh, third pick. 105th selection yeah. and the right to pick Will Anderson at number three. Okay. So they gave up three first, we'll say three first round picks. Well, no, because one of them is a swap, isn't it, technically? No. Okay. So let's say this. Let's say you're the Bears. You have the number one pick. You take Justin Fields and Paxton picks to go to like number two or three. This is depending on where Marvin Harrison Jr. actually ends up. If you can select a quarterback and Marvin Harrison Jr., you said like in a dream world, you select Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr., there's your roster. You do that. I don't think that's realistic. But how much but I'm just are saying. you going to bank on Bo Nix and Michael Penix? Do you feel that strongly in them? I don't, feel str- I don't feel strongly. Uh, I don't like the idea of giving a lot of sh- – of shit, really, to Justin Fields, just because I feel like he's never you get this roster. I don't care if he has DJ Moore; it's not a good roster. It's just not. So it's really hard to sit there and penalize guy. And that I get, you know, if I'm the Bears GM, I'm like, well, I can miss out on Caleb Williams. Or I can. I'm saying Caleb Williams. He's the consensus number one pick. It's like I can miss out on Caleb Williams, who could be one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. So that's just well. And the thing is, for me, is. You're about to have to pay him a lot of money. So oh, say, yeah, I understand. Say that. right now, okay, because T. Higgins and Taj Boyd are both free agents. Uh, no, T. Higgins got um tag. So Taj yeah. Boyd, okay. You go yeah. out, you sign Taj Boyd. Okay, there's your number two. Yeah. You can't really do that if you plan on hanging on Justin Fields because he's going to be due thirty to thirty mil a year. Who? Justin Fields. Well, that's, for... that's the quarterback market when he when yeah. he's. We resign him. So, are you going to pay him the money? Are you going to draft a similar player, Jaden Daniels, 
I okay, but if like I'm saying, and though, reset the clock for cheaper. All I'm saying is this: let me look at the top ten draft real quick. Because so, let's go back half of the first. No, I'm looking at the a new mock draft. Yeah, you can get Brian Thomas at 23. If you if if you want a receiver, okay, let's go second round. Okay, so the top three teams. I don't okay. I get. I don't understand why the Commanders would draft a quarterback. Honestly, at pick two, but I, whatever. They don't somehow threw way too many interceptions. Okay, whatever. But that's not what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say that top three slots are quarterbacks. If you want, I feel like you have to make a decision at that point. I feel like you have to make a decision of do you want, do you want this generational receiver or do you want this generational quarterback? Because one is nothing without the other. Well, but here's the thing, though. So you say you take Marvin Harrison, right? At one? Yeah. I don't say, know that I take him at one. It, exactly. I don't so, know that. But, but say you do, because you don't want to give up on Justin Fields. Justin Fields has a bad year. You've now wasted okay, a year no, 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 on Marvin that's Harrison. That's what I'm saying. You could also do this. You could, If you have that little belief in Justin Fields, right, you think there's no chance this guy's going to turn out into nothing? I don't know. Trade him for a first in this draft, too. Draft a court, draft Marvin Harrison at one, draft another quarterback later in the round. Because if you have that little faith in him, then Caleb Williams is going to help you either. But you, you have no faith in this team. I think Justin Fields is better than Bo Nix and Michael Penix. So I don't think you do that. I or, think, or, you trade your, or you trade Justin Fields and a pick for a different quarterback. I don't know what you But who are you going to get? Who are you going to get that you feel stronger than? I say you trade back. So you go, you trade back to two, move Washington up. You get, you get an extra pick. You should then trade back to three. Let the Patriots move up to two. So, say Caleb Williams goes to the Commanders. Drake May. May goes to the Patriots. You're sitting there with Jaden Daniels at three. You take Jaden Daniels. You've probably now acquired a second-round pick or a third, yeah. okay? You have an early second pick, yeah. okay? So, let's look at let's look at some receivers. Also, saving money getting rid of Justin Fields. Okay, but all of You can sign Posh Boyd, who's a really good number two receiver. Then you have Darnell Moody as your three. That's a solid receiver. Okay, board. but I'm saying Marvin Harrison Jr., I mean, look. I think first off, if we're talking about translating the game of football from college to NFL, mm-hmm. receiver position tech arguably is probably easier. Yeah. To transition. This guy, Marvin Harrison, there's words do not describe his skill. You know, what I mean, he's one of the best receivers that we've seen in a while, and he's 21 years old. He's young. But you need a good quarterback. I know, but you can't have. Okay. We can't. Okay, are you saying Justin Fields sucks? He's not a good quarterback. He'll never be a good quarterback. I think the chances of him busting are bigger than him booming. Okay, so he's not a good quarterback. I think he's. A, I think he can be a very solid backup quarterback, I, or he can be a he be Gardner Minshew. Okay, but he. What you're saying is he's not going to be. If you have a starting quarterback, not I a quarterback to build around. Okay. So you don't believe in him, right? But you don't believe in um, Caleb Williams either. No. Okay. I didn't so like the only saw... only one you believe is Jane Daniels. Because I saw him carry LSU at times against in a hard, a very difficult SEC division, where you had Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and then you had Tennessee. They played Texas. I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying when I look at this roster, right? When I think about the Bears, if I'm talking about, I can pick between. Forget what pick where you're picking at, right? Mm-hmm. You pick Jane Daniels in your case, which I don't think they you would get do. three. Okay, no, but no, I'm saying forget pick numbers, forget anything. Yeah. You're picking a player; it does not matter. You got th- well. We'll just say Jane Daniels. I I think a quarterback in general, but Jane Daniels or Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. Mm-hmm. Any rookie quarterback you put in that situation, I don't know that they're pat. They're gonna have 
as much success as they could as if less, unless they had a better receiving core around them. Because DJ Moore can only do two, so but much as well. But that's why I said you signed Taj Boyd. You got yeah. number two. Darnell Moody's your number three. But they're not you Marvin Harrison Jr. But you guys saw number three. But here's the thing, though. If you keep Justin Fields, right? I'm not saying keep him. I'm not saying that. But I'm also not saying you need to draft but, quarterback. I'm saying you could draft Marvin Harrison. But okay, but then who are you taking? Because you, when you got rid of Justin Fields, Bo Nix is not a guy that you want to take that chance on. No, he's too old. He's or Michael Penix, because Michael Penix, also, we haven't said this, Justin Fields can't stay healthy. He'll miss a few weeks. So, Michael Penix, the same thing. So, now you're looking at top three quarterbacks. J.J. McCarthy? No. Later in the draft? That's a game manager. That dude's a game manager. I'm just saying, later in the draft. He's a game manager, but clearly Justin Fields can't manage games then in that sense. But, you, but you're in a division, you're in a conference. They're, they're not going to win anything next year. Let's not get no, this. No, but you're looking for towards the future, okay? So we're looking at future teams. You have a, a few teams coming up. The Eagles are going to be there. 49ers are going to be there. You can't do a game manager. So I, I just brought this up, okay? Jaden Daniels played Florida, right? Yeah. 372 yards passing, 234 yards rushing. I guess Alabama, 219 yards passing, 163 yards rushing. He yeah. also was hurt in that game. Uh, Missouri, who was 21 in the country. 259 yards passing. All Miss, 20th in the country. He had 414 yards passing. Florida State, who was eighth, who finished eighth in the country this year, 346 yards passing. Uh, Texas A&M, two, 235, 120 yards rushing. You're looking at it and you're like, he, and he completed 72% of his passes. I understand you get a what better you're version of Justin Fields. You restart the clock. And you get a guy that's, yes, he might be older. Maybe he can't develop as much. But if he can develop a little bit more from what he is now. Okay, but are you like, do you think Jane Daniels comes into the NFL and does what he does in college? I think he can. Not, I mean, you played when, in I the say that, when I say that, I'm not saying 3,800 yards his rookie year. No, but I'd, I'd I'm say. I'm not saying 70% completion percentage his rookie I year. I say he could be. Not Lamar Jackson, but close to Lamar Jackson his rookie all, year. I was about to say, he's almost the same age as Lamar Jackson. But you look at his stats, he's older, so he under he's more mature. I mean, also, this is Caleb not... Williams crapped the bed numerous times. Okay, I think what killed Caleb Williams a lot, and I know it sounds stupid, but whatever, when he was sitting there crying in his mom's arms. Oh, he said, I want to go hug my dog and play video games. It's like, dude, no. Okay, you're college football now more than ever is a professional league. It really is. Like, you can argue the skill level of college football players will probably be better than the UFL when they start. Yeah. So, so when you're sitting here and you're playing at a high level, at USC, it's not, you know, it's not the SEC. But that's a, it's a big school. It's a big football school. Yes. So, you can't sit there and cry about it and sit there and shit the bed at every well, opportunity so you get. Jalen Hurts, right? So, he, he loses, he loses the, the national championship game. He goes, I posted – he goes, I took losses hard. He goes, I put pictures – on top of my bed, and I'd sit there. Oh, yeah. That's a quarterback I want. Yeah. When it when he can't sleep because he's lost a game, and he looks at it every day. Not a guy that's gonna go cry and hug his dog. Guess what? I I understand. Yes, deal with your feelings. Not in front of that. Come everybody. on, dude. No, I mean, like, as far as anything goes, you could deal with your feelings. If he's gonna cry in private, go cry in private. 
go run into the locker room if you're going to sit there and lose your mind. He crapped the bed against Notre Dame. Like, you can't blame the Notre Dame loss on anyone but him. When I'm talking about a football player, right, even though it's basketball, I'm thinking it's basketball. You you ever seen Last Chance U basketball? No. There's this guy, I forgot what his name was, but he sat there and he was playing bad in the game. He goes back in the locker room and he destroys it. He's sitting there throwing. Yeah, I've seen the video. I want somebody like that. I want somebody that takes the game so seriously. I mean, so much to them that that's what they do. And, I mean, look, he's, what, 21, 22 years old? You're a grown man. You're really going to sit there and go cry to your mom in the in front of hundreds of thousands of people? Never be Utah, right? And now Utah's a solid team, but where did they finish this year? 14th in the country, right? No, but what I'm that's what I'm saying, though. Have, it, people cry, man. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't care what you do. That's fine. Everybody's cried in their life before. But I feel like doing that when you're trying to say you want a percentage of the NFL team you get drafted to, that's not a good I look. I think some of that where they said he didn't want to go to the Bears, he said, no, I don't care where I go. I think that's just some BS that's coming out. So yeah. Notre Dame, okay? Notre Dame, 21st in the country, finished this year. They lost 48 to 20. He had 14. He was 14 to 25. Uh, no, he was 23 to 37 for 199 yards. One touchdown, three interceptions. Notre Dame. Like, come on, dude. Like, and then that's when you make the comment, I just want to go cry. You're putting, you're doing this to yourself. The finish at the year, okay? So they started, they went out and they, they were averaging like 50. So, but through the first five games, through the first like six games, the, or we'll say five, the least amount of points they scored was 42. Then they played Arizona. They went into triple overtime, 43 41. They lose the next five to six games, and they barely win that one game by one point. It was 50 to 49 to Cal. I don't think, to me, that's that's not good. He had zero touchdowns against Utah. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I just, I don't think, I think Jaden Daniels is the number one quarterback. I like what he did in the SEC. All right. But let's, let's move, move on. on to NBA. Um, so the Knicks and the Warriors played last night. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watched that game, but that game, that dude, there's uh, checked in the full montage. I mean, this is the first like quarter was that dude turnovers galore. The Knicks only took threes, and they were like airballing them, hitting the front of the rim, and then like they just could not get out in front. The Warriors were tossing the ball too far. Tibbs needs to go. Okay, so. The Knicks, granted, they have a lot of injuries, but... Yeah, you play everybody 40 minutes a night. They're yeah, going to get hurt. Right. But I'm looking at the stats. The Knicks' field goal percentage was 36.8%. It was bad, dude. That's terrible. They took 39 threes and made 13. I, I, I honestly feel if Jalen Brunson, right? Jalen Brunson does not play basketball for the Knicks right now. Oh, it's a terrible team. They're winning like 10 games. But right here's now. the thing. So, we don't know when OG and... Julius Randle comes back. And we'll say this. I don't think Julius Randle will be healthy the rest of the year. He'll play, but he'll play hurt. And I think, I I think he'll get re-hurt toward the end okay. of the year. So, I don't remember if Julius Randle was healthy at the trade deadline or not. I can't remember, but whatever. Julius Randle. He dislocated it I, after. He he shouldn't be a New York Nick anymore. It's just, I feel like when you're so hot and cold like that, it does not make sense for a guy to go from all-NBA third team to god-awful And he year. can't go to his left. And he all no, it's not even just that either. The playoffs is where he shuts down. Yes. He cannot and play so a playoff you're game. Say he's still got a banged up shoulder. He says that he'll probably need surgery at some point, right? He says, I doubt I'll be a hundred percent. I mean you look, He's gonna be your number two. Because OG's not OG's a number three. 
I mean, yeah, also you got to think about this. Far and away, Jalen Brunson is your best player. Now. Yes. It's not close. Julius Randle's going to be your number two. But Okay, but I'm looking at his stats. I think about – I remember the beginning of the year. First game of the season he played versus Boston, mm-hmm. 14 points, 22% from the field. And then, you know, Grant says years went on, he, as the seasons went on, he has been getting better. He's had better games. And then he better. dislocates his yeah. shoulder. But the problem is, it's not just the health. The guy's 29. He's he's reached his peak, obviously. 29 years old, he's done. This is his peak. Mm-hmm. Is this really what you want? This is not going to be your number two player on a championship roster. No. So, I you can get a decent package for Julius Randle, I'm sure. You get a late first. Actually, with how bad this year's draft is, a mid first. No, you can – well, not say – you probably get a player. I'm saying, like, if you want – I don't know. I don't know how much – how much is Julius Randle making? You need another guard. Yeah, you need – no, I don't know. I mean, or, if everybody's fully healthy, what is the starting lineup? I don't hate Dante starting. I'd prefer he came off the bench, but I don't hate it. So, so, so let's say Dante doesn't start, right? Okay, so if Dante doesn't start – Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, OG Ananobi – Julius Randle, and Isaiah Hart. First off, I don't think Josh Hart – I like Josh Hart off the bench for it. That's just my opinion. Then, then you got to go with OG. Yeah, what, OG to start? No, OG, uh, Dante. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather have Dante than OG – That's a Josh solid Hart. roster. Yeah, but, but it's on paper it is. But I think Julius Randle, if you can get – So, Julius Randle, you got to replace him at the power forward because there's no other person that fills that spot. The Knicks play small ball Precious too much. Chew, if you do, but I don't think I, he's a better – I think you need to worry about. I think people need to. Okay, there's. I think in that with the Knicks specifically with Tibbs and how he is with his defense, you need to understand this team needs more offense. No, oh, yeah. Jalen Brunson cannot be putting up 29, 27, 28, 29 points a game when anybody else is doing shit. I like Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson is one of the best point guards in the NBA. But I feel like the Knicks are making him do something that's not perfectly tailored to his skill. And so. So, off the bench, you have Alec Burks just scoring Bojan Bogdanovic. Bojan Bogdanovic coming off the bench has not done well, that well. Yeah. So, you're not getting this. Or like, you went to go get scoring off the bench, but it's like, really, if you wanted to, and if, if Julius Randle is not healthy, yeah. you put him as your sixth man and you start Bojan to get offense. Because cause Julius Randle's going to play hurt. Yeah. And so- it's his shoulder. I think it's his shooting shoulder. He can't go to his left. Yeah. So what do you like? What you gonna get 30, 40 minutes? Because we know Tibbs is gonna play play them the whole. Okay, Tibbs has got to stop doing that. You're right, because he's gonna hurt them bad. Well, what's 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 happening? Guys are coming back, and then someone else goes down. Yeah. And then when they come back, someone else goes down, and you're like, you can't play together if no, if you can't stay healthy. And they they don't have it. Y'all don't have a deep team. Yeah. I mean, I like the Alec Burke trade and the Bojan, but Alec Burke's done solid. Bojan struggled scoring. Yeah. The big depth, I don't think when Mitchell Robinson comes back, he'll be effective because he'll have missed the whole year and he'll be trying to get his legs up under him in in intense moments. And so yeah. now him as a backup center, yes. Because, Lord, I don't want Jericho Sims. He's getting out-rebounded by Moses Moody last night. Like, you, you got to look at the dude and be like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Moses Moody is a guard. Steph Curry's getting up there before you, dude. Like, rebound. Rebound the ball. Like, I like him as a third center, but you can have old man yeah. Taj Gibson come in and play. 
Big man. Tom Tom Gibson isn't even on the team anymore. No, they'll sneak away. No, they'll sneak away. Okay. They're not going to win the championship this year, obviously. That's not a question. But this team, fully healthy, if Julius Randle, I just wish they made a move at the deadline. I like what they did. I like what they did. Fully healthy, I love having – Y'all should have got Pascal Siakam. If y'all got OG and Pascal sent Julius Randle the other way, RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. That would have been a good one. And Quentin Grimes. Now, granted, you may not get Bojan and Albert. No, no, but I feel like you need Bojan and Albert. If everybody on this roster is healthy, you know, even considering Julius no, Randle's that's a deep playoff. But run. here's the thing: we know Julius Randle won't be healthy till till the offseason. He's going to play hurt. If he's playing hurt, then yeah, I mean, it's his right shoulder. He can't go to his left, like everyone knows. So if he can't go right or left, he's a walking duck. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Bojan, the thing is with Bojan, right? Bojan's a straight scorer now. That's all. That's his role, and that's good. 18 points, 18.8 points a game, 46% from the field. For what he's doing, that's what you want out of this guy. Like mm-hmm. That's what they that's what they signed him for. I mean, yeah. I, that's what they traded him for him for. And then you have Alec Burks, who fills the role of Emmanuel quickly. I, I, I still am a little iffy about giving up Emmanuel quickly because I feel like – He's right, done good. No, because I feel like right now – granted, Tibbs, you're right. I think this team – He's trying to make a defensive team. These are offensive players. And he's playing them too much. I know, but all of these guys are offensive players. You know what I mean? Jalen Brunson's getting 36 minutes a game right now. You're, he's running them in the ground, and you're, you're going to think they're going to have to play that in the playoffs, too. They're playing playoff minutes midseason. Exactly. He likes his eight man rotations. So you're going to put them in the playoffs against a team that's a lot fresher against Celtics. Like, Bucks. for example, Taj Gibson played 16 games. Why on God's green earth is Taj Gibson playing in the NBA? Not as Haslam, because he played the UD role. Yeah. UD plays like five a year. Okay, but the di- – shit. Dude, Taj Gibson is not as good as – That's a different thing. Tibbs loves Taj Gibson because he went with him with the Bulls to the Timberwolves to the Knicks. Everywhere he's been, Taj Gibson has followed. I mean, the thing is, though, you want you, you and I are sitting here saying coaching-wise, who, who else is going to be the Knicks head coach? I don't really follow coaching that much. I don't know who's, you know, going to be free to hire. No moves outside the Bucks has happened yet. Um, I think this offseason, though, if this team. If, if y'all get bounced first round, Tibbs got to go. No, no, this is what I'm saying. If this team doesn't make it out of the second round oh, with this roster, get. then he's got to go. That's I, how I'm I saying. know who would be a great fit. Who? My boot holder. Who's the, who's... He, he was the head coach that won the title with the Bucks. Good offense, saw a defensive coach. Yeah. Atlanta was good when he was there, and then he went to the Bucks and won the title. Oh, and yeah, Atlanta. I know who he is. Yeah. And Atlanta was a solid defensive team, and the Bucks were top in defense when he was there. So you get best of both worlds, and you get a Tibbs, – Tibbs plays too much old school, and it's like, yes, old I mean, school basketball was better, but in the day like today, you can't be playing guys 40 minutes Okay, but you're saying old school. This isn't an old school team. You're, the only old school player on this roster is Mitchell Robinson, and he's not playing right now. Yeah, he's he's hurt too. I know, and the problem is they're sitting there like this. He's so Isaiah Harden's done when every when he's healthy and the rotation's done right, and if the coaching was done right, it can be one of the best backup bigs in the league. I think he should be a starter, and then you bring Mitchell Robinson for defense because, like you said, too much defense you need offense. I think that's a coaching issue more than a player issue. Because first off, I mean. 
You got Dante DiVincenzo and OG Ananobi, two really good wing defenders. Okay, but I'm saying I heart, first off, he's not that much of a scorer in the first place. He's not. No, but he scores more than minutes. You lack some defense, but you get more offense. I mean, but you have OG on an OG. Dude, not Dante. really. The most he's ever scored in the season per game is 8.3 points. But he's always been a backup. Let's look at this year when he's been starting. He's put up some great – he's been putting up – he's had multiple 2020 games. Has Mitchell Robinson ever put up a 2020 game? He's put up 24 points before, I think. He's put up 25, 30 points before. Mitchell Robinson. I'm pretty sure. That had to be when the Knicks were terrible. That had that like that. But I'm saying he put up 20 points, 20 rebounds. Let's see. And Isaiah Hardenstein, yes, he can't be a good outside shooter, but he can knock down the occasional three. Yeah, I know. It's just. I think he fits more. 20, more 22 points is his career high. Yeah. So again, I don't think. All right. When he started the game. All right. When Ihart gets third. 25-plus minutes, right? Or 30-plus minutes? Yeah. 14 points versus Utah. 39 minutes, he got 6 points, whatever. He's been hurt lately. Seven, 17 points versus Philly. I mean... Go back to when he was healthy, though. The 2020s were coming in droves. He had, like, four 2020 games. And if you're in a conference where you're playing some bigs... Lane, he never dropped 20 points this whole year. Isaiah Hardenstein. I'm looking at the game log right now. I don't see him dropping 20 points this whole year. He dropped 17 and 6, 8 and 19 rebounds. The guy can rebound the ball, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. so you, you really. But so can Mitchell Robinson. But you get more offense. I mean. He had multiple 20 rebound games. 12 points, 20 rebounds. No, you said his. 20 and 20, so I'm looking at the points. Oh, uh, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. Oh, wait. He, he had it. He had like 18, 17 point games. He never had 20. Yeah, that this was when he's in the G League. But again, 10 points, 20 rebounds. I think he I, can battle. And again, you want Mitchell Robinson to be your starting center, getting his legs up under him in the playoffs? I don't I don't want half the guys on this team to start. This team, if it's constructed right, it's really deep. I mean it can be. It can be really I mean, think about it, right? You're starting five. Okay. You say Mitchell Robinson. If it no no if the lineup if everybody's healthy Mitchell Robinson's starting center I'm not we're not doing that listen to me Jalen Brunson Dante then you have OG then you have Julius Randle you have Mitchell Robinson off the bench this is regular season I don't know what you're doing in the playoffs I don't care about the playoffs right now because with this injuries who knows if they're making oh my goodness y'all make the play in at least yeah then you got off the bench you have Alec Burks Bo well you have Bojan Alec Burks Dante and Miles McBride yeah yeah I. I heart Miles McBride and Precious. Miles McBride dropped fourteen points last. Season. I know, but I'm saying that's a deep team. The that's weakest bench, the weakest link on that bench is Miles McBride. But, but he's solid. That's what I'm saying for your seventh, eighth, ninth man in your rotation. And Josh Hart, you forget Josh. Hart. Oh, that's true. That, that's what I'm saying. It's a deep team. But here's, here's but they can't stay healthy. Well, and you're going to be playing with a lame duck power forward. I think he's the one of the weaker links on the team. I feel like Mitchell Robinson, too. Imagine I mean, Mitchell Robinson, you've given him 15 minutes a night off the bench. He's playing in, and he's coming with a spark. Rebounding, defense, him being energetic. Okay, but if I'm doing that, I want to do it with a different center than I, I heart. I don't know why. Well, who, are gonna, who are you going to have start? I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about next season. Well, yeah, next nothing. season, he's a, free, he's a free agent this morning. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you can't talk about this season anyway. There's nobody else to do it, obviously. But there are too many Knicks people are going are going championship. What? And if the Knicks got hot, y'all could win one. Because seriously, it's the only, only the, way this team gets it's hot only enough the is Celtics. 
I know. And the, the Celtics have no depth. The only way this team gets hot and actually could, on paper, right, fully healthy, you know, we forget we forget the injuries, we forget Julius Randle's inconsistencies. Championship roster, easy, no questions asked. The next year, twenty twenty four NBA champions. I wouldn't say that, but y'all can. Y'all can no, no, this is an NBA championship roster. The only team that can there's like four or five teams in the league that can compete with the Knicks right now, in my opinion. If they're fully healthy, no issues. You got. You think you got, they're better than the Celtics? Did I, can I finish? Can I finish? Four, okay, just because we've seen this before. On paper, there are a lot of better teams than the Miami Heat were last year, and they made it to the finals. But the Miami Heat are dogs. Thibodeau wants to be the Miami Heat, but he can't get some okay. dogs. But what I'm talking Jalen Brunson's a dog. I don't know what you're Is talking about. Is he Jimmy Butler? Is he Jimmy Butler? No, they Jimmy Butler's a dog. Different players. That but Jimmy Butler's a dog. So is Jalen Brunson. Harry Rozier is a dog. Harry Rozier just got to that team. We don't but, know how they're going to do it. Scary Terry. He's nicknamed Scary Terry okay. for a reason. I'm t- what I'm trying to say is this. There's four, maybe five teams in the NBA fully healthy. Every roster is fully healthy. No issues. That will keep the Knicks from winning a so championship. Celtics, Sixers, Nuggets. Celtics, Sixers, Nuggets, Clippers. Clippers. Okay, see. Five. There you go. There's five. There's five better teams. Celtics, I think, are the team that comes out of the East. I don't know. I Dude, mean, with injuries, because you drew with injuries, Jared. yes, but with no injuries, no. It just depends. It I depends if they can get with healthy. injuries because Kristaps Porzingis is healthy. This is the Kristaps of old. You're having Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and then Kristaps Porzingis, and then oh by the way, Al Horford, who's still solid coming yeah. off the bench. Jalen uh, Payne Pritchard, you Sam Hauser, and then Jaden Springer. The defensive lockdown. Okay. But I'm saying, just because I'm, you're telling me you don't think any shot on earth that the Knicks beat the Celtics. Not this year. You don't think so? Jalen, you're going to put all the scoring pressure on Jalen Brown. The only reason I say the Knicks can beat – okay, first off, like let's look at the top three seeds above them. Bucks, no. I'm not worried. See, they struggle too much defensively. I'm not worried about the Sixers the Bucks. are falling. Cavs, I'm not too worried about the Cavs either. No, you got to deal with the Twin Towers. And if you – if Jalen, if uh, Julius Randle is a blamed up, then you can't deal with it. I'm just saying, I mean, Julius Randle, I mean, next year you can trade Julius Randle for a different guy or this draft's weak, but do you know who would be nice if the yeah. Knicks could get him? And they're not going to have a high enough pick. Sar, he would be nice. Big center. Another, an offensive-minded center or power forward would be nice, but who knows? I mean, but you need a power forward. Y'all should have got Pascal Siakam. I mean... It would have been hard to also do. You, I actually now you say that if we're trying to injuries, I feel more confident with the Cavs than I do, uh, because you have so Donovan Mitchell's Josh Jalen Brunson, Darius Garland's a good point guard. You have a you have a really good center and then a power forward. The Twin Towers is their name. Okay. So if Jen, in that case, doing what you do, what? and it's gonna sound stupid if you're going for straight, you know, height, big. I heart Mitchell Robinson put him in the starting line, but we don't even know that Mitchell That's Robinson That's not scoring, be though. That's, you're not I'm talking to... defense. If we're just trying to stop the Cavs' twin power score, because first off, Evan Mobley, well, Evan Mobley's an elite defender. I and he can shoot the three. Yeah. So you want I heart and uh, Mitchell. What is Julius Randle going to do? Exactly. So, again, but who's going to be your backup center? Jericho Sims. <laughs> you like she... Jericho Sims. No. No, I don't think talk he's about. You're not talking about it. I hate Jericho Sims. I don't think he's a, a playoff backup center. I don't think he's a backup center in the regular I think he's, season. I think he's a good third center, but not not when you want to win a title. No. I don't I don't. I think need a new power can, forward. Yeah, and maybe a center. They need bigs. They need better Y'all bigs. need it, yeah. And y'all need another scorer. Who's it? I'm trying to think. 
Pascal Siakam. Terry Rozier was such a steal for the Heat. I wish he came. Dude, to the I'm telling you, that team's got some dogs. It's a grit and grind team. I if the if, okay, if the Knicks and the Heat play each other, it's a dirty series. That is just gonna be a well, hard got series. Guys. I feel like but I, just, I think the Heat come out on top. I think it depends. You have a lockdown center in Bam. You have a lockdown point guard in Terry Rozier. You have a lockdown wing in Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler. You got three lockdown guys for two scores for the next half. That's true. But you also have OG on our team. Yes, so he gets Jimmy Butler. But who's going to have Tyler Hero? Dante? But, okay, Dante's, Dante is not going to shut down. Then you got Terry Rozier. What are you going to do with that? You got Kevin Love off the bench. You got Jaime Hawkes who can drop 30 points. I get what you're saying. Bam Adebayo can hit a three all of a sudden because he started. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is this. I think it's just this talking fit. I don't think Tom Thibodeau fits with the New York Knicks. No. This is an offensive team and it needs to be accepted. This team is literally, you know, if we're talking straight, you know, offenses all, we're talking about an offensive team. This is the Golden State Warriors of the East. This team's offense. It's not a defensive-minded team. I'm talking about mindedness of play. I'm not talking about skill. I was about to say Steph Curry. No, 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 no. But what I'm talking about is like if we're talking – the Warriors have never been a defensive-minded team. They've never had elite bigs. Stuff We're going to need at some point eventually, okay, if but, we do another episode tomorrow, yeah. Clay Thompson as a sixth man. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, they've never been a big team. They've never been a defensive-minded team. That's what the Knicks need to be. They're not a defensive-minded team. They're yeah. not a big team. But you, they need to build around that. And the one defensive piece you have is injured in OG. So this team is And had elbow surgery. I don't know what the, I don't know how long he's supposed to be out for. Except I checked last week. It's like he has a few more weeks. Who knows if that's true? Yeah. You when he comes back, you're putting him come back in. in like if, this is crunch time now. And exactly. again, I Mitchell Robinson coming back the last two weeks of the season. Who knows if that's going to happen though? But again, if yeah. he does crunch time, you really want to trust him? That's what I mean. If Mitchell Robinson's starting the whole year, he's the starting center. You also got Biz Biombo. There's a lot of guys this team should have gotten. There's the a lot back, of guys. As y'all no, but I'm just saying they made really good moves at the deadline, but not to the point where they're gonna. I don't know. I just think if this team's fully healthy and Julius Randle doesn't shut down, there's a chance they win the championship. I just don't know. And there's a chance. I mean, I think their top three chances in getting into the finals in the East. Obviously, I don't think there's four or five better teams in the East than them. I don't think. No, four I, think or five I think they're third or fourth best. They're third. Or fourth. It's. It's going to be the Celtics, Heat, Heat, Cavs. No. And, no, no, no. Donovan Mitchell is, is look. Is no, I don't think the Heat. At, I don't think Celtics, Heat, and Cavs are better than the Knicks. I, I, I think they, the Heat are a playoff team. They're one of those teams. That's I like, think they're a playoff team. If they make it, they do like. Well, I mean, they're not a finals team. I don't think they're going to win the finals. No, but though they can represent the East again. I think it's just hard because the, the West is just. It's so much better. Yeah, but you look at some of the East. The Heat keep representing the East in the finals for a reason. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it short because yeah. Carmine has to go. So that's the end of today's episode. We may have a new one next week. But yeah, see you later next time.